Hey guys, it's Heaven from Just a Grown True Crime, and today I'm going to be telling you about this app called Anchor. It helped me start my podcast, and it can help you start yours. Anchor is a free app that lets you use it from your phone or your computer. So if you want to do it on the go, and you want to just record, you can record one. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more to get your own podcast out there. You can make money from your own podcast with no minimum listenership. So it's everything you want in just one podcast. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I did. What are you waiting for? Hey guys, welcome back to Just a Girl in True Crime. I'm your host, Heaven. So, hold on. So, I know I haven't, I haven't uploaded in a while, um, for, you know, I just had some stuff, I had some stuff going on, and this is Heaven's Podcast in in the morning, um, I called off work today because I'm not feeling good, so, and I wanted to get this episode out, but, um, the reason I have not been uploading like at all this month except for that one time um my floor in my boys' room actually was leaking and we were trying to figure out what was wrong what it was causing we thought our kids spilled something um and then when i moved my oldest is my oldest his bed i noticed like this huge puddle of water under his like oak bed and i'm like hmm Okay, so, you know, I I apologize, and I'm like, I'm sorry we blamed you guys for spilling something because they're five and two. They're not supposed to have drinks in their room, but they do it, so I really thought they spilled something. Um, but they didn't, so I had to call my landlord, and um, after, like, playing phone tag a little bit, they um, they came, and... They tried to fix, like, they thought it was, like, some pipe on the outside. So, they tried to fix the pipe, and then we contacted our maintenance man, and he's like, it's still leaking. And we were like, yeah, when I went in there, it was actually moving, because it was just on the left side of my kids' room. And then it started to move the whole way over. So, um, I was like, he needs to come, or I'm not paying. I'm not paying rent. I mean, I'll put it in escrow, and that's really how I was how I was feeling because where we lived before, um, when I was pregnant with our second son, um, our one room we had three bedrooms, so it was like an extra room. <clears throat> it was um, it would always leak when it would rain. And I walked in there the one day and I, I texted my husband and he was like, get out of the room, shut the door, get out. I don't want you ever going there again. Again. And I'm like, why? And he's like, there's black mold in that room and it's deadly and it can hurt you and the baby. So I told him, I texted him like, you need to, you need to call the landlord. You need to tell him that we're not paying rent until they come out and fix this that I and when I lived where I used to live um it took them almost like a year or so and 
he was always like, you know, I'm going to get on it. I'm going to get on it. Well, I just got to the point where I was like, no. So he, when I, we moved into this new place, which is crazy because we've almost been here a year, uh, where I lived before I lived there for four years, <clears throat> and it was in the ghetto. It, listen, you know what's bad when you wake up and you're pregnant and the SWAT team is on your street for the house diagonal across, diagonal from you, so across the street, when they're there for drugs, okay? And they did, like, that whole, you know, like they see on Law & Order where they do the, um, like the sting operations where they like watch to see that's what they were doing according to people on the street where i used to live they were there since four in the morning now mind you i'm seven eight months pregnant and i wake up and i hear search warrant for da 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 blank street i'm not gonna say the street <laughs> um and then they kept yelling it and then they like use one of them like battering ram thingies like to open or not maybe not battering i think my husband said it was like a flashbang maybe i said it was like one of them battering rams they opened but that's probably he said they used a flashbang but i tried to open i tried to, i remember like looking at my people and like i was gonna open my front door and he was like no 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 don't do that don't do that so like i go up my old my oldest son he is a he's a heavy sleeper like his father and um he slept through the whole thing. He didn't wake up. I, I was really, I was scared. I don't know why. Just the SWAT team. That's just scary. I mean, you only expect to see that on TV. I don't expect to see my SWAT, a SWAT team on my street because of drugs. I've never experienced that in the 24 years I've been alive. But, so I actually tiptoed upstairs and like I looked out of my bathroom and you could see like light shining they were taking pictures. It was like out of law and order because that's exactly what it was. And all I can think of, because it was like a half a house, so like someone lived on the other side. If I was their neighbors, like on either side, since I lived in the city, um, if I was the other house next to the house that was getting searched and I saw light shining in my bedroom, I would be like, I hate these neighbors. What? What the actual fuck? Um, and then the people who live directly next to them, all they're doing is hearing this yelling. But they were there until like 8 in the morning, a little after, because my husband, could, he, had to, he had to call his supervisor and say he was going to be late because he, he, couldn't start the, he couldn't start his car. So he said he went over to the officer's. <laughs> And asked if they could jump his car. And they were like, we're on duty. So we we can't do that. If I was off duty, I would help you. And he's like, oh, okay. I just figure I'd ask. So he came in. I'm like, are you not going to work? He's like, I can't get the car started. Because it was like, I think there was like a little bit of snow. And it was cold. So he told, he had to wait for AAA to come. Because the car wasn't starting. <laughs> Who was going to jump his car? <laughs> And everything like that. So, 8, he, they come a little bit after 8. And then I, you know, I kiss him goodbye. Our oldest is up. And he's, he's probably like three and a half. Yeah, he was three and a half at the time. And, um, kissed him goodbye. We said bye. And I, we opened the front door. We thought they left. And all of a sudden we seen 
all of the these police officers, parole officers, constables, all pour out of this house all at the same time. I'm like, what the hell? Now, I'm not going to say what they actually got from the raid because that's not <laughs> not my business. Um, I just know I was there and that, that was crazy. So anyway, so coming from the, the point I'm coming from where I used to live, I had a slumlord and here why I didn't, was going to hold rent is because I thought I would have a slumlord again. So I was like, I can't. Well, when we told the maintenance man, he, it was still leaking. He came right away and there was like a, it was my AC line that, you know, goes, I guess, in the wall. That's where mine is. I think that's so weird. But there was a little hole in the wall, in like the pipe of my AC. So it would suck the humidity up, like it pulled the humidity. And when it would run, and it would just leak down through the wall. And my boys is, um, their floor, like their floor flooring on their the like the wood panels on their floor the flooring thing okay listen it's seven forty in the morning so i'm so sorry um it started to shrink and it caused like a little like gap and that's where the water was coming up from and my husband asked him he's like is that's what caused it he's like yeah that's how it was able to like get through their um that's how it was able to get through their floor and come up and why at first it stopped because I saw this before and I just chalked it up to like because it went away I was like okay the boys spilled something that's fine I cleaned it up no like I used I was using my towels every single day and some towels would just sit there because it soak all the water up. I ran my dehumidifier up there I mean that worked but it always seemed to come back he put, <laughs> I remember when he first came he put a fan and I was like if he was just gonna do that I would have just bought a fan and put it there and did that. But no, he was actually trying to see. So he came and he fixed it and knock on wood that it still hasn't leaked. They actually have to rip up their whole flooring because you can see it. Um, he ripped half of it up what he could get out because I have to get hit my oldest, oldest son's oak bed out. But I can't move it because... Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm weak as shit. I'm not that strong. Um and my husband has a bad knee, but he's going to have to do it and I'm I'm going to help him, but I I pray for him. I pray for that cuz that's that's going to hurt him. So yeah, so they're coming to fix that. He's just waiting to talk to the people who own the apartment complex and see what flooring they want to put in. So that's fixed. So that's why I I have not been uploading as it's been crazy and I stayed a couple weeks I stayed for overtime at my job and I was really tired um and I'm not gonna lie to you guys I need I also needed I think I needed a break I have been see and this is not healthy for me and I don't know why I'm obsessed with it obsessed with this case but I am I am still fully obsessed with the Chris Watts case. Um, I'm in Facebook groups 
like, so I'm in Facebook groups, like, for Shanann, I'm in <laughs> Facebook groups for Nicole Kessinger, uh, that she was involved, I'm in Facebook groups with Chris Watts that he didn't act alone, I fully didn't believe he didn't act alone, and you know what, I've been obsessing over this case. And you know it's not good if you obsess over cases when you dream about the family. I've had a dream <laughs> with Shanann and her girls, and I'm just like, I can't. This isn't healthy. I have to take a break. This is bad. So, like, I tried to distance myself, but, you know, I see stuff on TikTok. I see stuff on TikTok, like, about Chris Watts and them, and then, like, I just go down a rabbit hole. Um, I found this, like, one... I found this one TikTok where the guy does like, um, and it's like a two-parter where he does a spirit box thing um, with Shanann, and oh my god, it sounds just like her. I mean, I don't know if people, I'm hesitant of believing it, but it sounds just like her, which is crazy. And he like asked her like, was Chris, was like Chris alone? And she was like, and lover too, um... I think she said her brother's name, Frankie. I mean, like I said, I don't know if it's true. Um, I think she said, like, Frankie settled down. And then, like, to her mom, she kisses or misses her daily. Um, and they all look good. And that's what, like, it was on the TikTok. So, like, I went to this guy's YouTube channel. And he has, like, two episodes of, like, spirit boxes of Shanann Watts. And some other spirits, which it's, it's just very crazy. And I, like I said, it's probably not good to be obsessing over the case. But I can't help it because I don't think Chris Watts acted alone. And I'm going to tell you why. So last night, I was, I'm not going to mention this person's name. Um, he is in one of the Facebook groups I'm in with I think it's the, he didn't act, Chris Watson act alone, I think, but I'm not sure. Um, it's a male, and he was like, he said something about, he was in a, he was in a cell with Chris Watts, and someone commented for a hot 20 minutes, like you're trying to get your fame, and then they were like, more like months, okay? Now, I don't know if any of this is true. I don't know if he is just doing this to troll attention. I'm not sure. That's why I'm not mentioning the name. I just want to show you, tell you guys what I, what I read because I read all 53 comments because I was like, oh, shit, he was in jail with Chris Watts. Oh, my God. So, according to, according to things um, and stuff that I've read, Chris and... Nicole are actually in contact again through letters when they're not supposed to be. Um, I guess he said, what did he say? Like, she's trying to, like, write him in code and, like, not, like, implicate, implicate? Is that right? Implicate? I think that's wrong. So, I mean, he's not, so she's trying to write him in code saying, 
that she wasn't in the murder, but from what this person said when he was in jail with Chris Watts, that she was, in fact, involved. But now, I feel like I have to say this because I'm not really trying to get sued. I don't know. I'm not saying it's real. I'm just telling you what it's, what was said. Please don't sue me. Nobody. I'm 24 years old. I'm just doing a podcast. I'm just trying to tell everybody what I found. So this person said that she was involved, but I don't know. Can't can't corroborate co- corroborate the the story. I don't know. This is what this person is saying. That it happened when she went into the bedroom. You know, um, they all were actually killed in the home. Um, it, he said that she killed the girls, and he was on standby with a pillow. Um, but Shanann was killed first, so then it would have been easier. They. He said, so then it would have been easier because Shanann obviously would have fought, which, you know, I fully agree. I would have fought if something happened to my kids. Like, I was watching Annabelle last, I was watching Annabelle yesterday since I came home from work early. I was watching the first one and where it was like, what do you want? And there was like, her soul, her soul. So, like, I'm sitting here on my couch going, you know, I'd, I'd sell, I'd give you my soul if my children, so my children could live. And I'm like, yeah, I'd do that. So I get like you do anything for your kids, but I'm going to say, I probably said this multiple times, but I'm going to say it again. I'm not accusing anybody. I'm not accusing NK of doing anything. This is what I just found. Don't sue me. I'm just saying what I found, but I don't, I don't know what happened. Don't know if I believe it or not, but I'm not sure. Um, and you know, like he was real, the person was really going like back and forth on a conversation with somebody, um, saying, you know, I don't even know if I'm supposed to say this cause it's in a group, you know what? It's all right. Um, you know, people were like, he should, he should say she was involved and all this stuff, and, you know, the person was like, no, he loves her for some stupid reason and doesn't want her to see her, doesn't want her to go to prison, but Chris, some, as much as I hate Chris Watts, sometimes you have to help yourself. If you did not kill them, your family by yourself, you need to bring the other person to justice so everybody can get peace. You have to help yourself. Even though you're in prison. And, you know, let's talk about Chris Watts who thinks, you know, two years in fucking jail is enough. I mean, and him saying he found God. I believe in God. Okay? Um... But, I fully believe murderers and rapists and, you know, all the bad people who are actually bad in prison and you're not just, like, in there for some fucking marijuana charge. I'm sorry. If you're in there for a marijuana charge, like, okay, that's, that's not bad. Now, the people who are, like, murderers, rapists, you know, child abusers, yeah, you know, all that, 
the bad stuff, the bank robberies, robbery, burglary. Most people say they found God in prison. And I just think you do that because you don't have anything else to find. But Chris Watts says that two years is enough in prison and God wants him to do work outside. Chris Watts, if you ever listen to my podcast from jail, if you're able to, let me tell you something. You're going to hell. You want me to tell you why? Because murder, I believe, is the worst, one of the worst sins of all. I think it's murder and like child abuse and animal abuse. They're the worst sins and I think they're unforgivable if I'm correct. If, I mean, don't quote me. I don't read the Bible all like that. But I think that's, I'm about like 50%. So, I mean, there's a 50% chance I'm wrong, 50% chance I'm right. But I think, um, I think that's what it said. So, yeah, he he thinks he's done. Um, but, you know, he said, Chris Watts, you know, he hasn't said anything. Um, I do want to, I do want to buy the book um, that letters from Chris, like that what he's like told that one la- lady. But I don't want to spend a hundred plus dollars on an Amazon because that's fucking ridiculous. That's like buying that R. Kelly book and it being like a hundred dollars. Like, what? No. So, yes, that is what I found. Um, But that's just what somebody is saying. Not saying it's true. Not saying it's not true. I don't know. I just don't want anybody to sue me because you got to be careful because people can sue. Um, So, yeah, I mean, if she was involved, though, you know, I think she should speak up. I mean, we did a podcast about the Chris Watts case and you know ever since that like I put it out of my mind for a little bit but I always seem to come back to it because since the doc series is on Netflix I watched it twice um and probably I watched it twice because I saw something like someone said something was in the room and it was moving back and forth and they thought it was either Bella or Cece and then I read comments in the group that it was like no it was her friend's daughter She didn't have her fucking daughter with her. So how the fuck was it her daughter when she only had her son with her? So I watched it for that and I'm like, oh shit. Um, You know, and just a lot of things like I've seen like, you know, when he does his interview, people are like, oh, he has like scratches and stuff. Um, He has scratches and stuff like on his thing. But the person also said in the group when the other person was like messaging him back going, oh, well, why didn't she fight back? And... I think he said, like, he didn't, she didn't think he'd do it or something like that. Um, And it happened, like, as soon as, it happened after her trip. And, um, it happened after her trip and after she got out of the bathroom, like, I think, like, he said, like, he got on top of her. But he, Chris Watts really hasn't said anything, so... We don't know, but, you know, I've honestly, and like I tell people, like, would it make me crazy? I mean, am I obsessed with the case? Probably a little bit too much. 
but I'm trying, I'm trying to get better because like, you know, but I want to know the truth. Like I want to know what happened and I don't think we're ever going to know, which fucking sucks, but damn it, Chris Watts, damn it, damn it, damn it. You, you could have just left divorce. I told my husband, I said, if you ever have a mistress, um, you know, please don't kill me. Just leave. And if your mistress says you she wants to kill me, just no, 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 no. Like, and that is scary. I mean, I watch a lot of Dateline. I listen to a lot of Dateline on my podcast. I listen to Snapped. I've watched Snapped. And it always seems that if someone ever gets involved with somebody, they always want to kill their significant other for their mistress. Like, we're, what? And you have kids. You think that's a good idea? No, I, I just don't think it. But anyway, guys, that is why I have not been uploading my floor, my overly obsession with the Chris Watts case. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to solve it. Me and all the people that listen to my podcast, we're get, we're gonna form our uh, we're gonna form a group. Just a girl in true crime, solving the unknown. That's what we're gonna do. So if you if you want if you want to join the group, guys, you can send that Gmail. You can follow me on Instagram. I might take the Facebook down page because it's very hard to it's very hard to manage that. Also, I've been slacking on my Instagram where I think I haven't like uploaded since like I did my thing of like Robert the doll. Right? Um, but I think I'm actually gonna upload these on my YouTube channel, which it's the same of just a girl in true crime. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I haven't been uploading, but Tonight's case, we are actually going, I'm sorry, not tonight, this morning's case, um, and I'm going to try to upload, because I have, since I took off today, because I don't feel good, you guys just know, females, you know, like, uh, I'm not even going to go into detail, like, but, can't flow, man, um, so I am going to try to upload to another case I do want to do the Lacey Peterson story I've been watching it on Hulu because my dumbass keeps falling asleep though like and I get to like see episode three and I'm just like I have two more so I always have to like rewatch. but I do want to do a case with that But tonight's case, we are going to be doing the Corpsewood, uh, we are going to be doing a case about Corpsewood Manor. Um, there was paranormal to this, but I didn't write it down. So we're just going to talk about Corpsewood Manor this morning. Surrounded by the Chanahoochee, Uchi? I think I said that right. Surrounded by the Chanahoochee National Forest is the for is the former site of a brick mansion, now living in partial ruin. Hand built in 1977 by Dr. Charles L. Scudder, a retired professor at Loyola University in Chicago, and his partner Joseph or P 
they call him Joey Odom. The mansion served as the couple's dream home until their deaths. Yes. Everyone who knew Charles said he was brilliant, polished, soft-spoken, but confident. Charles did eventually get fed up with the city life, which, you know, I get because when I lived in the city for four years, it was great, but now I don't ever want to go back to the city. I'm actually trying to move to Texas or Colorado because I went out of Pennsylvania. I've been here all my life and I just went out. And in 1976, Charles decided to leave um, his Chicago mansion in pursuit of a simpler life. As he put it, Charles longed for escape from taxes, light bills, gas bills, water bills, heating bills, and helpless, and helpless feeling that resulted from watching... My old neighbor disintegrate into an urban ghetto. So, you know, he was just like, this This place is just going to shit. I don't want to live here anymore. Fuck it. I picture him saying that. The 50-year-old chose an isolated spot in the North Georgia woods to begin his new life. After leaving behind most of his worldly, worldly possessions... He decamped for the south with Joey, like I said earlier, so they both moved. They both decided to go together and just be happy somewhere else. It's great for them. They then began to construct their new residence by the hand by hand in the depths of the forest. I think that'd be pretty cool to live in the forest, as Charles said. Within two short years, we were living in in an elegant mini castle. And it was called it, you guessed it, you guys will know what it is, Corpsewood Manor. Named for the hauntingly bare autumn trees that dotted the area. To complete their country manor, the two decided to add, add on a three-story chicken house. The first floor was... The poultry and food storage. The second floor was for canned goods and the couple's pornography collection. Yeah. And the third was for the pink room, also known as their pleasure chamber. Fifty shades, that's what I think of. Fifty shades of gray. But Charles' homosexuality was far from any any secret. Um, the only secret he actually had been keeping for was he was actually an official member of Church of Satan. As it turns out, there were much more to the soft-spoken, secretly Satanist doctor that meant the eye. Yeah, I'll say. But even Laloya at Laloya, Charles work Charles work was not that was not that of the typical academic. I feel like I wrote that wrong. For one, he performed government funded experiments with mind altering drugs like LSD. 
Meanwhile, he did things like dye his hair purple and kept a pet monkey. I want to, I always wanted a pet ape or monk, ape, ape. Not because I wanted one because of the planets of the apes. I always wanted one like Caesar. Like, but I don't want him to like take over the world and, you know, terrorize the city because he, he felt betrayed by humans. No, I just want Caesar to love me. Come to me, Caesar. Come to me. I, I would love, 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 love an ape. But I think I'd also be terrified because it could probably fucking crush me in, like, you know, a blink of an eye. Anyway. And when he decided to actually leave Latoya for Corpsewood Manor, he actually took a few souvenirs with him from his job, including two human skulls and about 12,000 doses of LSD. <laughs> Why do you need that much? <laughs> now, with his souvenirs in his hands, Char was free to express his Satanism within the confines of Corpsewood Manor. This four sanctuary was guarded by two Masfits, Beezlebub and Arsnath, one name for a demon, obviously, Beezlebub, and the other one after an H.P. Lovecraft character. Local legend adds that the pair also summoned a real demon to assist the dogs in guarding the house. You know what I think of that? Hellhounds. Hellhounds. I don't know if they're real or not, but hellhounds. I watched a lot of Supernatural. Probably not good. Fittingly, Charles and Joey also decorated Corpsewood with various gothic paraphernalia, including the skulls Charles had swiped and a pink gargoyle he had brought from his old mansion. Charles himself thought of corpse, carp, corpse wood as more like a mausoleum, a tomb requiring care, cleaning, and endless costly repairs. Charles also fashioned a stained glass window, abandoned with a prophet known as Baphomet, an important figure in the Church of Satan. Okay? Good. And while Charles took his Satanism seriously, it's important to understand what exactly that religion meant to him. Charles was like, other members of the Church of Satan didn't worship Satan, but instead was an atheist who chose to celebrate the base, worldly pleasures, that he and other church members felt were denied to humans by the Abramatic religions. Give me one second, guys.
Okay, I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> I haven't been feeling my best, like I said, so I had to run to the bathroom. <laughs> All right. And celebrate such pleasures as they did. Charles and Joey liked to invite guests over for wild sex parties centered in the pink room. And I'm not just talking like one wall was pink. Um, no. The whole fucking entire room was pink. Pink ceiling, pink floor, pink walls, door, bed. Probably everything in that room was fucking pink. Um, and this pleasure, tr- this pleasure chamber was filled with mattresses, candles, whips, chains, pornography, and even a logbook of listing guests with their sexual predilections, like what they, what they were into. So yeah, like I said, guys, Fifty Shades of Grey. That that's what that is. Fifty Shades of Grey. Like what the, <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> While these acts normally were consensual, on the night of December 12th in 1982, Corpsewood Manor also turned into a bloody murdered scene. With Charles and Joey encouraging all their Corpsewood guests to indulge in every whim in haze of sex and drugs, things were bound to eventually implode. But things ultimately came to a far bloodier end than anyone would likely have imagined. Among the locals, Charles and Joey invited into their home for parties and sexual adventures. Of one kind or another, there was a 17-year-old Kenneth Avery Brock and his roommate, who was 30, and he was named Samuel Tony West. Information is scarce and reports vary, but at least according to, I don't know what I put there. I'm Amy. I have no idea what I've, according to somebody. Um, Put, Putalitz? The Corpsewood Manor murders in North Georgia, Brock and several. Brock had several homosexual encounters with Charles at Corpsewood, and eventually Brock brought West there for more of the same, or at least for the free booze and drugs. However, West wasn't into it. Um, not only the strong was not only strongly objected to any kind of the homosexuality acts, but also convinced Brock that he'd been taken advantage of by Charles. Again, whether Brock had actually been taken advantage of is actually unclear. Now, nevertheless, Brock and West decided to return back to Corpsewood and rob the two men in their isolated forest home. Brock and West were also with were also with two teenagers named Joey Wells and Teresa Huggins and they were, you know, just along for the ride. They all headed to Corpsewood Manor on December 12th, 1982 with guns in tow. However, things actually did not start off violently right away. 
Initially, the four guests acted as if they were just there to hang out and accept Charles's offers of homemade wine as well as potent huffing mixture or varnished paint thinner and other chemicals. At some point during the at some point during this drug and alcohol fueled haze, Brock got down to business retrieving a rifle from the car and promptly shooting Joey and the two dogs. And I believe Joey was in the kitchen and they shot him. Then Brock and Wes showed Charles the bloodbath they did. And they tried to force him to give up whatever money he had. What Brock and Wes actually didn't realize is that there was actually no riches at the house of any kind. Because he didn't take a lot when he left his other house. And when they actually did eventually accept the fact, they actually ended up shooting Charles five times in the head and they took little valuables that were lying around and they fled the scene um now i don't i don't know what happened to the boy but i i listened to this um i listened to murder in america's podcast because i (laughs) found them on tiktok (laughs) when i went through the chris watts spiral (laughs) so um i actually got this story from them to do because I was like oh wow I could do this for a podcast because they did like a murder and like they the guy is a paranormal like I want to say investigator or whatever like he investigates the paranormal and he does it with his girlfriend oh my god I cannot think of his name and it's gonna bug me and I don't remember her name <laughs> but it bugs me but I listened to this and it was good um they said from what they said they actually held the girl for like a couple of days and then because they didn't trust her so they didn't want her like going to like the house and like not to the house they didn't want her going to the police so they like held her and then i think they held her for like two days and i don't think she ever told but brock and west actually fled and they went all the way to mississippi where they actually killed another man named kirby phelps as a part of a robbery gone wrong <clears throat> on December 15th. Um, afterwards, perhaps feeling remorseful, Brock actually returned to Georgia and he did turn himself into the police on December 20th. And Wes did the same in Chattanooga, Tennessee on December 25th. And from what I heard from that is, you know, a cop, he like confessed it to a cop and the cop didn't believe him. So like he took, he, like, took him across state lines, and the police were like, no. He had, like, taken him back. He has to walk. So, he that's what the officer did. Like, he walked. And they were able to, I guess, arrest him. Because, I guess, it was, like, interference or whatever. Um, eventually, Wes was actually found guilty on two counts of murder. And he was sentenced to death. While Brock, since he... I'm guessing since he was the first one who confessed, he act, he pleaded guilty, and he actually received three consecutive life terms. And guys, with that is actually the 
end of the strange and bloody story of Corpsewood Manor. Now, um, this stuff is from Murder in America. Um, I guess they painted, and I guess Joey was a really good painter. And a couple days before, Charles actually woke up and he, like, had this thing of, like, how he was going to die. Like, he had this dream. And, God, if this is ever true, then I have dreams of, like, how my family, how I fear that they're going to die. Like, I feel like we were going across the bridge the one day and I'm like, oh, my God, what if somebody would just wreck, like, I, like, saw myself, like, it carried out in a stretcher and, like, everyone, like, crying. I don't know why I had that thought. Like, things just pop into my mind like that because death, I'm terrified of death. And people are like, you shouldn't be terrified of death. No, I am. But, um, Charles actually dreamed of his death, of actually of him getting shot. So when Joey painted it, that's what he painted of him with, like, all of the bullet holes. And it was in their house, which is creepy. And a lot of people are like, oh, that's a little eerie. Um, you can actually tour... You can tour Corpse, Corpsewood Manor, which I'm going. So whoever wants to come with me, come on. Let's pull our money together. Let's go. But I think they said it's, like, supposed to be cursed like or, like, bad luck if you take anything. Because it is also... Corpsewood Manor is down to little to nothing, I believe. I don't remember where Charles was built, but I think Joey was cremated and his ashes were thrown because I think he wanted to be buried at Corpsewood Manor and his ashes are there. I mean, what ha- I have so many questions like what happened to the demon that um you hired to like guard the dogs like or whatever. Um like did you sell your soul also um and stuff like that? I mean, a devil just doesn't come up and be like, hey, I'll help you with the dogs here. Like, hey, um, you know, for free. No, like what? Like what happened? I, someone needs to tell me and I need to know. Okay, like I, heaven needs to know like what was going on. So, yeah. So Charles dreamed of his death, which is crazy. And scary. But guys, that that is the um that's the story of Corpsewood Manor. I don't know my next case, um, what we're gonna do. If you guys want, you guys can always, you know, send me um send me a request of what you wanna do. But guys, that is it. I'm going to lay down because, like I said, I do feel sick. Um, And I'm just going to relax on my couch for a little bit. But if you guys want to follow me...